That's Katie. And that's Alexa. And we're here doing a Q&A episode today. And we have a lot of listener submitted questions. And I'm super excited because they're too. all good. Yeah. No, we got some good ones today. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. This one I love. So shout out to Ian, who... Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, who sent in a question about beef tallow. And this is actually something that I have recently been looking into for myself. I use beef tallow to cook with because it's got, it's high, I'm going to butcher this word, linoic acid, (laughs) which is a good fat. It's a good fatty acid. So I've been interested in that. And then I've recently seen more and more about beef tallow for skincare. So I really like this question. So a little bit about beef tallow. It is basically the rendered fat from a cow. (laughs) Interesting. Go figure. It's a natural fat source. It's actually been used for centuries. Like this is the OG moisturizer. Like really? Yep. So. You know what was funny? When I saw this question sent in to us, I was like, what is beef tallow? (laughs) (laughs) So I looked it up and I was like, okay, this sounds weird. But then I was reading it and I'm like, I want to try this. It looked like there was a ton of benefits. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of benefits. And you know, it's interesting. The first place I ever heard about beef tallow was from McDonald's French fries because, (laughs) because I had a friend who was vegan who was like pissed because she had been eating McDonald's French fries thinking that it was probably vegetable oil or something. And it was beef tallow. They use beef tallow. And that's why they have that distinctive following for the flavor of their fries those fries are good i mean my mcdonald's days are over but i if those fries are in front of me i'm not gonna lie i'm a fry girl through and through that's me i will get a salad with a side of fries every time salty over sweet that's my my vice for sure but yeah it's been around for a long time it's the saturated fats are uh, very protective of your skin barrier and they contain vitamins, fat-soluble vitamins, so E, D, E, and K. Wow. So it's, yeah, there's a lot in there. And it's just a really great natural moisturizer. There's not really a whole lot to say about it other than, and it doesn't leave like a greasy, like it doesn't look like you're covered in French fries. <laughs> I, I did see one con, and I feel like I'm okay with this one. They said the smell. Yeah, it smells like... Beef tallow. Um, beef tallow. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing I have to compare it to, and I don't know that this is relatable for everybody, is old timey candles. And the only reason. Like that, the ones that you like get the wick and you dip up. Like, yeah, probably. I think so. I, I don't remember where this was. I grew up in Oregon. It was some field trip I went on to like some <laughs> colonial town or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, and they had natural fat candles and I remember thinking at the time like oh that does like that doesn't smell very good I don't know that I would want to be burning that in my house but then when I started cooking with the beef tallow here it had that same smell and it you know took me back but there's epic is the the brand that I use I think there's a lot of people that are 
private labeling it for skincare now. And I think as long as you're looking at the ingredients and it's a reputable store, so I don't, I mean, I don't think you can really go wrong with it, but Epic you can get at Whole Foods. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I'm going to stop and get some. It's good. It's good stuff. So Ooh. there you go. What do you have? Um, my first one is from Harold. Why do I get so many razor bumps shaving my head? Sad face with the tear. Oh, no. I know. Well, Harold, I'm, you know, obviously always go to your dermatologist if you're getting, you know, constant rashes. But typically when we see rashes or the bumps that almost look like pimples, but they're not from shaving, it's called folliculitis, which is inflammation of the hair follicle. So I always recommend, because I used to get it all the time when I was on Accutane because your skin is just dry. Yeah. Just changing out the razor blade often because there is bacteria. It comes from bacteria. Oh, okay. So it's not like a dull blade. It's actually... Yeah. So just making sure you're using a clean blade. Sometimes if you get it really bad, like one time I had to go on antibiotics for it to just knock it out of your system. Oh, wow. And then another friend of the pod, Keisha, told me that benzoyl peroxide wash with a benzoyl peroxide cream, just do the 5% because 10 is like super, super drying. But I just washed with that, put a little cream on and it dried it right up. Oh, nice. Is this the same? I mean, I know we're talking specifically about his head here, but would it be the same for like your legs or your armpits? Yeah. Okay. And I feel like, I mean, again, I'm not an expert in folliculitis, but I am... I, I have gotten it in my life and I feel like it's usually on like areas where there's coarser hair. Okay. More, more discreet areas. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about armpits. But, oh, okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But those two. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Makes perfect sense. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, folliculitis, that's the name of it. And, you know, there are things you can do at home and if those aren't working, definitely go see a dermatologist. Nice. Okay, what's your next one? So this one, shout out to Tanner, who's a friend of the pod as well. He is a friend of the pod. And he (laughs) sent in so many good questions. So we're going to just sprinkle these out over the next few episodes. So the one I'm going to tackle today is regarding the sauna. Your favorite. My favorite. I am a huge proponent of sauna use. I have my own infrared sauna that I probably need to use more often than I have been lately, but it's been so hot outside. Um, (laughs) But there's so many, just the sauna in general, there's so many benefits to it. It's cleansing, it's detoxifying, it's really great for increasing your blood circulation. It actually helps your body rehydrate, even though it's dehydrating while you're using it, but it helps your body rehydrate more efficiently if you use it consistently. And then it actually contributes to exfoliation, which I thought was interesting because I swear I have more, you're going to love this word, shedding. Oh, God. <laughs> Your favorite Not the word. shedding. <laughs> like, I have a list of words. <laughs> cracks, moist, and crevices, cracks and crevices. Shedding. Oh, uh, no. Sorry. <laughs> but I, did, I noticed like my skin was exfoliating when I was in the sauna. Really? And I did not realize this. The sauna, because you're sweating and like kind of pushing things out through your skin, it actually helps push dead skin out and off of your body as well. Self, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, you know. Interesting. I have never heard that. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes will use the infrared sauna when I go and get a lymphatic drainage yeah. massage. They wrap you up like a sushi roll. They do. Um, in the little black 
magnesium. Yeah, the magnesium and the little black wrap and it, it kind of looks like you're going to a nightclub. Like yeah. With the dress. <laughs> like a bodycon dress. Yeah, yes, that's what it looks like. <laughs> and people have asked me, why does it look like you're going to a nightclub? But I do like it for that. But yeah. With my skin, if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. I have all kinds of skin (laughs) issues. So I just, I watch it with the saunas. Yeah. And I think, yeah, again, everything in moderation, people have different reactions to it. I am one of those go hard or go home people. So I'm probably doing way more than I should be, but I I do always feel way better with it. And there's, there's so many other benefits to it outside of skin health, but for the purpose of this question, and then I think the question was actually around like, how do you clean your skin after the sauna? How do you make sure, you know, you're not just sitting in in sweat <laughs> and whatever else is detoxing out of your body? So yeah. it is really important if you're using a sauna and a lot of places, if you don't have your own that offer sauna services, have a shower with um, in the same room or, you know, access to a shower. It's important even if you're not using soap to get in and get rinse your skin off because what happens is you detox all this crap out of your system and then it's sitting on your skin. And so your body will just reabsorb it if you, so it's kind of defeating the purpose. You're going to love this. (laughs) I'm a subscriber to to the either pits and slits or the tits and slits. What is that? (laughs) So you're not washing and and this goes for every time you take a shower because you have a microbiome on your skin that you don't want to completely wash off. (laughs) I am a twice a day (laughs) shower person. I know it's terrible and I kind of stopped doing it once a day now. I mean, I think that's still good, but when you're using soap, like you don't necessarily want to wash. I mean, okay, listen, if you're, (laughs) if you're extra skanky or you just need a good wash, go for it. But on the regular, you should be doing like your armpits, your tits, and your slits and that PTA, your pits, tits, and ass. That's it. <laughs> that's so, so rinse off with water and then get into those spots, whatever, with like a mild soap and, you know, not anything with heavy fragrance or anything you're going to be putting into your freshly detox skin. And there you go. Interesting. Yep. Okay. I mean, no one's going to want to hang out with me now because I'm not fully, <laughs> fully cleansing myself. <laughs> if I do take a shower in the morning, it's usually just a quick. Yeah. A little refresh. A little horror bath as my stepdad always calls a it. A little PTS. Um, yeah. <laughs> At night though, that's like after being in the clinic all day and we well, just. yeah, I think that makes come sense. Come into contact with so much stuff. I will not get in my bed. And honestly, even being out. Like going out at night, it doesn't matter how late I get home. I want to shower before I get in my bed. Yeah, I think that's it's fair. A, it's a subconscious thing. Like I just, I need to be clean in my bed. Don't want to bring dirt in there, even though. Yeah. Oh, I include feet too. Like I cannot, even if I'm like not taking a shower before I go to bed because I'm already clean, not because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I will always wash my feet because I just don't, that freaks me out too. Yeah. Feet in general. <laughs> There's a reason this isn't a podiatry, podiatry podcast. Oh man, so many things. But yeah, so yeah, I'm. I like. I like that. Good information. There is definitely a reason I stopped showering so much. I mean, I shower daily, people. Okay, <laughs> but I was so itchy. Yeah, oh, and in a previous yeah. episode, we were talking about that, and it was because I was showering so much, like three times a day. Sometimes, yeah, you're probably washing your entire skin barrier off. Yep. Not good. Okay. okay. What you got? 
Um, this next one is from Alondra, my favorite go-to sunscreen. Oh, nice. So this rotates a lot. <laughs> I like them for certain situations. So for body, Elta MD UV lotion. Okay. It feels like lotion. It's, I believe I could be wrong. It's a 30, nothing crazy. Okay. But it feels like lotion. It's not, you know, white. It's not leaving a white cast. It, I mean, it is white when you pump it out, but it rubs right in. And, you know, that's a good, if you're going to be outside, not for an extended period of time, that's my favorite. Um, For the face, I'm kind of experimenting. I already know I'm going to go back to my original, my tried and true. So I have two. And I'm an Elta MD girl. They have so many sunscreens. I believe they have over 30. There's one for every situation. (laughs) The UV Daily with Tint. There's hyaluronic acid in it, and it is very dewy. So if you are oily, I do not recommend this one. That's a popular one, though. The UV Daily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, it just makes your skin glowy and feel so good. And then there's also the UV Elements, which is a little bit more of a tint, kind of not like makeup, but giving makeup vibes. Okay. It has hyaluronic acid in in it as well, but it's not as oily. It's a little bit more on the drier side so okay. you know if you really really dry skin you might want to go for the daily and i have been using the skin better the tone smart spf oh, 70 yeah. my only complaint is i use a lot of products of theirs that have turmeric in them so i've noticed a couple times in my car i'm like what is yellow all over my <laughs> face i'm like yeah whatever just it's fine keep it moving <laughs> That's good. So yeah, there's a lot of good sunscreens. And honestly, I'm a big subscriber to the best sunscreen is the one that you're going to wear. I love that. That's very true. There are a lot of options out there that aren't going to sting your eyes, that aren't going to clog your pores, and they're going to layer well under makeup. So you just have to get creative and you really don't need to spend a million you know, dollars on sunscreen. No. And I think too, they're the ingredients in sunscreen are a lot better now than they used to be. There's so many choices of, you know, clean products in sunscreen as well. Yeah. Like we were talking about with Justin yes. a couple episodes ago that, that they've basically taken out all of the ingredients in the sunscreen that make it, you know, cancer causing. Yeah. Just counterproductive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Absolutely. Okay. What's your next one? Okay. My next one. Shout out to Jackie. Also friend of the pod. (laughs) Um, She asked about snail mucin. So that's a big buzzword. It is. It's huge. And so it has come from or it originated from the Korean skincare kind of trend that's out there now or K-beauty as it's known. Um, (laughs) So hashtag (laughs) K-beauty. But so this is something that I actually, I have not used it yet, but I just bought it to try it. There's a couple people that I've seen who claim it's like Botox in a bottle or that it just has, you know, good properties for your skin, good ingredients for your skin. So I'm interested to try it, but I did my research before going out and buying it. So it is snail excretions. It is exactly what it sounds like. It is rich in hyaluronic acid, vitamin A, vitamin E, and enzymes. It comes from snail farms. So What? Yes. They have a a farm of snails. A farm of snails. And they just squeeze them? No. Okay. So I looked at this up because I thought the same thing. And they are very big on explaining that it is very (laughs) cruelty-free. 
the snails don't know what's going on. And apparently they keep them in a very stress-free environment. So <laughs> it's like um, the Wagyu beef of, <laughs> of skincare. Okay. So they take really good care of the snails. They're in a nice chill environment. And all they do is they put them on this mesh. And so as the snails walk, I don't know, snails walk, whatever they do. They're, they s- <laughs> scoot along. Scoot they along. scoot along. They slither. I don't know. Along this mesh, it their excretions come out and the mesh collects it. And then they take the excretions off of the mat- mesh and then filter it. And then that's what becomes your snail mucin. Do you know how much, I'm, I can only imagine how much snail. Oh, so I, I mean, think, how many yeah. snails they'd have to have or how long that snail would have to just be slipping and sliding around <laughs> on that mesh. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's why they have farm. Can you imagine if you like applied for a job to go work at a snail farm? I'm a snail farmer. I'm a snail farmer. You can do that. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's really moisturizing and really healing. It enhances elasticity. There's just a lot of benefits. It does contain phenoxyethanol, which is in a ton of skincare products. Even some of the ones that are favorites and are clean otherwise, it does have that. It's um, it's literally in everything. But does it keep it fresh, like preserve it? It is a preservative. Okay. Yeah, um, that's exactly what it is. It's a preservative, but it is regulated and it cannot equal or be greater than 1% of the total product. So that was the only kind of downside that I saw about it. But yeah, I'll let you know. I'll have an update. I used snail mucin before it was cool. I'm just kidding. Um, I had a friend that was using it, her and her and her now husband, they were really into it. And I got, I cannot remember the brand. If I, I would know it if I saw it, it was a green bottle and it did look like a leave-in conditioner bottle. Like it had like a, I don't know, looked like almost like a Redken bottle, but it wasn't. And I do remember liking it and it was hydrating, but I wasn't, I didn't do my research. I just bought it because they were using it and they loved it. I'd be curious to see how my skin feels like when I'm not like, you know, I always am curious to see how my skin is when I am not applying the product. Like, is it helping it just for the time being or is it actually like improving something? So something else that I saw that was interesting too, is your skin has to be wet when you put it on. Really? Yeah. So okay, either I was with, not doing that. So. so either with a toner or water, just like right after you wash your face, how your, your face is a little damp. That Put helps. some sea breeze on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no. But yeah, so you that helps the product, I guess, spread out more because otherwise people have complained that it's very tacky and very sticky, almost like a honey. Yeah, I felt like it was like leave-in conditioner. I mean, I didn't hate it. Yeah. But again, we've established I have very, very dry skin. So <laughs> sensitive, dry, rosacea, hyperpigmentation, and acne scars. I mean, I really won the lottery here with the skin. You're doing big things now with it. I am, you know, and that's why I'm excited to spread our expertise with all of you. <laughs> yes. Listeners, because we've been through it. Skin cancer. I mean, yep. we know a thing or two. Yeah. Okay. My last one is from Susan. Do you recommend more FSA or filler for fine lines around the mouth? Ooh, good one. And this is a good one because as you probably have noticed, I have a nice green bruise on my cheek right now. I did notice that, but I wasn't going <laughs> to call it out. Because 
dancing on a bar fight or something. I didn't. I thought maybe there was a story behind it. <laughs> no. So I have really bad, and I think it's because I, I don't know what it is from, but I get the marionette lines mm-hmm. and I also get a bunch of really, really fine lines, but there's a, it seems like there's a lot of them when I smile like next to my, like to my, my actual mouth. Okay. But it's on my cheek, not like where the marionettes typically are on your chin. And I just learned this when I talked to my injector that it was actually more of a texture thing, more so than like something that can be corrected. Oh, interesting. With filler. If that's the kind of lines around your mouth that you're talking about. What she ended up doing was taking Restylane Refine. Okay. Not Define, Refine. And just lightly doing little drops of filler in those lines. So that's why I have a nice green bruise because I don't feel the need to get off of blood thinners (laughs) before. I just don't even care anymore. You're a non-compliant patient. I am. (laughs) But for some things I'm not. Like Botox. No. I will keep my head up. I will not do anything sleep crazy. Sleep on your back. Yeah, and I'm I'm a huge side sleeper. I cannot sleep on my back, so I'll just be wide awake for a couple of days until it all sets in, and I'm like, okay. Worth it. It 100% is. 100% worth it. It really is. <laughs> so you can do filler. That's an area that moves a lot, so just be careful that you're not doing something too hard. But Morpheus 8, that's the big buzz right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one, you know, the clinics that I work at, they don't have Morpheus. They have something comparable called the Potenza. Mm-hmm. Just works on, you know, different energy wavelengths. and they're Microneedling. All, yeah, the radio frequency microneedling. So, you know, what it does is it tightens skin, helps with skin laxity. And you can also make it more of a mechanical injury to the skin too, which is great for scars, stuff like that. So it rebuilds the collagen, right? Like it tears it down so your body has to rebuild it. It does. So that's always a great option. Would you combine the two? Or do you think you could do that, but you would definitely need to wait like a month between. In between. Yeah. yeah. Because sense. that's the thing with like filler or Botox, you can even laser, they say you have to wait. Yeah. You don't want to mess with that. You don't. Sending I know it it's somewhere your else face. in your body. <laughs> we see a lot of videos. You are always sending me that one lady that does, that does stuff at her house, like t- her oh, own TCA peels. Something chaos. I'm sure people have seen Well, it. she's pure chaos. Yeah. I mean, is it worth it to run these risks? I mean, in my opinion, it's not to just save a few dollars. No. I always say that too. Like the places you don't want to get a bargain on something are tattoos, plastic surgery, and like laser eye surgery. Don't go for the bargains on those things. Yeah. You get what you pay for. And like you want someone that went to school and has been trained. Usually these procedures, the company comes out, they train you, they have to sign you off and they give you a certificate. You have to be competent in, in what's going on. Yeah. And I'm so psycho. I get all their personal phone numbers, these trainers. And I'm like, okay, you know, for the first like <laughs> 10 times, because I want to feel comfortable. Yeah. That's what makes you a great provider. Though. Oh, thank that's you. That's why you're one of the only people that's allowed to touch my face. I'm psycho. <laughs> it's good. I always tell people, here's my number. Call me if anything happens. We're going into the weekend. But yeah. So just make sure you're going to somebody that's, you know, reputable, knowledgeable. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Great questions. Yeah. And keep them coming. Um, Feel free to send us your questions to underyourskinpod at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram at underyourskinpod. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.